Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is May 23rd. Today we're going to begin a brand new block of Come Follow Me, which is Doctrine and Covenants sections 58 and 59. So today we're going to start out in 58. And just a little bit of background, a couple weeks before section 58 was given, the Lord gave a revelation saying that the people would eventually gather in Missouri, that that was going to be the place for them to gather and to build Zion. Now, just a little bit of background or history about what that actually meant for the saints. If you remember at this time, a lot of them are in Ohio and Ohio at the time was very rugged. It was the West. It was not extremely civilized. They didn't have the amenities that most of these converts had enjoyed in New York. Now, that was the situation in Ohio. Take that and times it by a hundred. And then you're looking at the situation in Missouri. Missouri was the absolute wild, wild west at the time. It was not civilized. They didn't have many amenities. It was just a really, really different circumstance and way of life and living for a lot of these saints. So for most of them, Being asked to go to Missouri would have been a massive test of their faith. Sometimes we hear these stories about the pioneers moving to Ohio and to Missouri, and we think, oh man, they had to leave their home and travel a couple hundred miles. That would have been difficult. But I think we really sometimes fail to look at the difference in the ways of life between New York and Ohio, or even Ohio to Missouri. These areas where the saints were settling were just so, so rugged and so, so wild. Now, with that being said, and with that revelation having been given to settle in Missouri, this section, section 58, is going to come two weeks after that original revelation. So starting in verse one, the scriptures say, Hearken, O ye elders of my church, and give ear to my word. And learn of me what I will concerning you, and also concerning this land unto which I have sent you. For verily I say unto you, Blessed is he that keepeth my commandments, whether in life or in death, and he that is faithful in tribulation, the reward of the same is greater in the kingdom of heaven. Ye cannot behold with your natural eyes, for the present time, the design of your God concerning those things which shall come hereafter and the glory which shall follow after much tribulation. So I love, again, like a lot of these revelations, the Lord is asking them to hear, to hearken, to listen and obey. And then in verse two, he says, blessed is he that keepeth my commandments, whether in life or in death. Now, that sounds like he's saying, blessed are they who are obedient, whether in this life or in the next. But that's not necessarily what is being said here. Really what's being said where he says, whether in life or in death, he's saying in any circumstance, those who will keep his commandments in any circumstance, no matter what's going on, no matter what tribulations are happening, no matter what difficulties are pressing down, those who keep his commandments and is faithful in tribulation, the reward of the same is greater in the kingdom of heaven. In 2004, President Irene gave a talk called In the Strength of the Lord. And in that talk, he says, But the test a loving God has set before us is not to see if we can endure difficulty. It is to see if we can endure it well. We pass the test by showing that we remembered him and the commandments he gave us. And to endure well 
is to keep those commandments, whatever the opposition, whatever the temptation, and whatever the tumult around us. We have that clear understanding because the restored gospel makes the plan of happiness so plain. That clarity lets us see what help we need. We need strength beyond ourselves to keep the commandments in whatever circumstance life brings to us. For some, it may be poverty, but for others, it may be prosperity. It may be the ravages of age or the exuberance of youth. The combination of trials and their durations are as varied as are the children of our Heavenly Father. No two are alike, but what is being tested is the same. At all times in our lives, and for every person, will we do whatever the Lord our God will command us? I think that is so important that we understand that even in, and especially in these times of trials, God expects us to hold tight to his commandments, to hold tight to his words. My trial might look so different than yours. Most of us are going through vastly different things and struggling in different things. But the one constant that remains the same is what God expects of his saints. But I love that President Eyring points out that in these trials, we have access to the strength of the Lord to be obedient in all things. And then going on in verse three, he says, Ye cannot behold with your natural eyes for the present time the design of your God concerning those things which shall come hereafter and the glory which shall follow after much tribulation. Now, it's interesting because if you didn't know that he was speaking of the Missouri times and if you didn't know what the future held for those in Missouri, you might read that and think, oh, wow, that sounds so amazing. That sounds so great that we can't possibly understand or see with our natural eyes how great things the Lord has for us. But again, remember, this is said at the beginning of the Missouri era of the church. The Missouri era of church history is often considered the darkest time of church history. These early pioneers came to Missouri expecting a place where they could finally settle down and stay forever and to begin to build up Zion. But because of misunderstandings, because of political differences, religious differences, straight up hatred, mob attacks, what's known as the Missouri Mormon War, things like the Hans Mill Massacre, all culminating in Governor Boggs' extermination order. Those were the things that the Lord was talking about here when he says, ye cannot behold with your natural eyes the designs of your God concerning those things which shall come hereafter. You can't behold with your natural eyes. You can't begin to understand what's going to happen here. But you also can't begin to understand God's plan and God's design in all the difficult things that are going to come. And my friends, I would say that the same thing is true in each of our lives. As we are going through trials, as we are going through difficulties, we need to remember that we can't possibly begin to understand or see God's design in the difficult things that we're going through. If you'll remember, our Father in Heaven is much more interested in our growth than He is in our comfort. And unfortunately, sometimes that means that we will go through trials we will go through hard things. We will go through moments when it feels like our souls are absolutely stretching beyond their bounds. But my friends, I testify that all things can work together for our good. That as we turn to the Savior, 
rely on his atonement and continue to be obedient to God's commands, those trials, those tribulations can become lessons and blessings in our lives. Elder Orson F. Whitney once said, No pain that we suffer, no trial that we experience is wasted. It ministers to our education, to the development of such qualities as patience, faith, fortitude, and humility. It is through sorrow and suffering, toil and tribulation, that we gain the education that we came here to acquire. The purpose of this life is not for our comfort. The purpose of this life is for our growth. And in order to grow, we have to be stretched. Do I like it? No, (laughs) I really don't. But it is my testimony that our Savior is never closer than in those moments of trial, tribulation, and heartache. He can and he will be with us to comfort us, to give us peace, and to teach us the things that we need to do. And if we're willing to learn, and if we're willing to grow, and if, even in the hardest of times, we hold tight to the commandments of God, it's my testimony that as it says here, following that tribulation will come beautiful and absolute glory. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.